Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. What are we going to talk about today, Sean? Today we'll discuss a big change at the top at Merit Medical, a new avenue for Butterfly Network's ultrasound technology, positive data for another renal denervation therapy, a recall for Medtronic surgical software, and what should be the end of the long-running Illumina Grail acquisition debacle. I'm interested to hear about the renal denervation technology, but first, let's jump into that Merit Medical news. Yeah, Merit Medical's founder and CEO is set to retire in a couple of years, and the company has begun planning for the future without its longtime leader. What is the company's succession plan? So founder, president, and CEO Fred Lampropoulos plans to continue to serve as president and CEO through December 31st, 2025. So to carry out its CEO succession responsibilities, the Merit Board has appointed a special steering committee of independent directors led by Ann Milner, the lead independent director of the committee overseeing the plan in preparation for Lampropolis's retirement, which should go into effect after the end of 2025. So Merit plans to prepare the company for a CEO transition at the appropriate time, and it enlisted Corn Ferry, an executive search firm, to assist the board in identifying potential internal and external candidates. Interesting. And it seems like they have a lot of headway to figure out who will be the successor. What were the board's comments about this retirement and the succession plan? Well, Milner said that the company is committed to identifying successor with the capabilities inherent to Merit's leadership requirements, including the ability to identify and pursue new strategic opportunities, attract and retain key talent, and more. She said the board is focused on implementing a thoughtfully developed CEO succession plan that will maintain valued aspects of Merit's culture and position the company for future growth, development, and value creation. What's the next thing that we should know? Butterfly Network is set to bring its ultrasound on chip technology to surgical robotics. This is another use for the Butterfly technology after the company announced the deal to incorporate it into brain-computer interfaces recently as well. Which I think we talked about on this podcast. So what does the company that it's partnering with do? So the company called Mandera develops medical robotic technology, a platform that combines robotics, real-time imaging, AI, and connectivity to enable intervention at scale. It recently completed the research and design process for its novel robotic system and added $24 million in a Series A funding in August. So the company is young, but on the rise, evidently, in surgical robotics. What will this partnership entail? So the company's agreed to commercialize a novel robotic system powered by the Butterfly Ultrasound on Chip technology. This company already develops the technology for handheld ultrasound and, as I mentioned, BCI now. So Mandera developed its technology for compatibility with the Butterfly Ultrasound device and connected by the Butterfly Garden software development kit. They could create a system capable of improving precision and consistency for image-guided needle-based interventions. How would this benefit patients? Butterfly said the new category of robotics that they are aiming to create could increase access to high-quality interventional treatment because they believe they're creating a unique programmable platform that could make ultrasonic imaging and intervention ubiquitous. They plan to submit to the FDA by 2025, so definitely a space to watch. All right, now let's talk about that renal denervation news. 
Yeah, ablative solutions hit its primary endpoint for renal denervation for hypertension in a trial. It's obviously been a hot topic. We've discussed it quite a few times on this podcast, and we have another approach seemingly making progress. What did this study assess? So the trial evaluates ablative solutions, alcohol-mediated renal denervation to treat hypertension with the Peregrine system. So it looked at the safety and efficacy of that system in treating uncontrolled hypertension in patients who are already taking antihypertensive medications. That study evaluated 301 patients randomized to Peregrine treatment, or SHAM, and remained blinded through six months of follow-up. What were some of the key points that really stuck out to you? Well, the company hasn't released the full data yet, but it said the trial met its primary endpoint with a statistically significant difference in 24-hour ambulatory blood pressure between treatment and sham at three months. I'd also note that this trial has the same lead investigator that Medtronic's Simplicity Spiral did ahead of its own FDA approval for renal denervation for hypertension. So I think that's an added bonus just to have an experienced head you know, leading this investigation here. How excited are executives? Kate Rumrell, president and CEO of Blative Solutions, said the company is excited to have achieved the milestone and grateful to its physician advisors, study investigators and coordinators, and company employees for their contributions in the delivery of important data that hopefully we'll see soon the full scope of it. And now we have some recall news. Yep, Medtronic has a class one recall for its surgical navigation software. It's a software glitch and not a full product removal, but still deemed serious by the FDA. What devices and how many of those devices are affected by this recall? So the recall relates to the Stealth Station S8 application version 2.0 and 2.0.1. It affects just over 2,100 devices that were distributed in the U.S. between January of 2022 and October of this year. Medtronic initiated the recall on September 27th of this year. So it's been in action for a few months now. And what's the issue? Medtronic Navigation Inc. recalled the software due to a glitch that can make surgical plan data shift location after changing the initial test. This can cause surgical plan data to wind up in an unintended location for surgery, and the use of the affected product could lead to serious adverse health consequences, including death. But it's worth noting Medtronic reports no injuries and no deaths related to the issue at this point. And what did Medtronic instruct customers to do with this recall? Because of the way the data glitch works, users can't recover the incorrect data, the incorrectly placed data, by reverting to the original reference exam using the software. So they have to manually update existing plans or make new plans to resolve this issue. That's that's how Medtronic instructed them to work around it. And what's our final story for today? Final story is that Illumina will divest Grail after a court backed the FTC ruling ordering it to do so. This looks like the final development in a very long running saga. What was the company's final decision? So all of the events that's happened between Illumina and Grail over the past several years built up to a decision from the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals that upholded an order from the U.S. FTC to unwind the acquisition. Illumina said it had no intention to pursue further appeals of this decision, previously stating that if it was unsuccessful in its efforts in both the U.S. and Europe to appeal decisions, it would agree to divest Grail, and the European Commission ordered Illumina to divest Grail a couple months ago. So now the U.S. decision has come in as well, and Illumina will go through with the orders from the governing bodies. 
It said it plans to execute the divestiture through a third-party sale or capital markets transaction and hopes to finalize it by the end of the second quarter of 2024. CEO Jacob Thaston said the company is committed to an expeditious divestiture in a manner that allows Grail's technology to continue benefiting patients. Management team and Thaston say they continue to focus on core business and supporting customers and believes Lumina's opportunities and long-term success. There's still optimism around there. And I know we've talked about Illumina divesting Grail before on this podcast and many of the other news stories that Illumina has had. But could you tell us how Illumina got to this point? Yeah, as I said, it's been a long and winding road, a long saga. It all started in September of 2020 when Illumina announced an agreement to acquire Grail, a DNA sequencing and array-based tech developer, which itself was actually a startup that spun out from Illumina in 2016. So it all kind of started on shaky ground in terms of their history and whether it was anti-competitive and all that. The company went through with the acquisition, completing it in August of 2021, but faced never-ending scrutiny in the two years that followed. And after the acquisition, the company actually had to hold Grail as a separate company for a while as the European Commission conducted a regulatory review. In September of last year, the commission ordered a stop to the planned acquisition. That decision was only shortly after an FTC judge gave a decision that actually favored Illumina. So It kind of went back and forth, but all escalated this year with a massive European Commission fine levied against Illumina, then October's ruling that it had to unwind the acquisition. And all this happened alongside an SEC investigation and the FTC ruling followed by the court upholding. So that was sort of the final nail in the coffin. And it seems we have reached the end of this. Obviously, we'll probably have more news next year if Illumina can complete the divestiture. But for now, it seems like this saga is over. And that was the final story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all of your insights and all the news for today. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.